Welcome into Poor Decisions, a podcast where we take a more in-depth look into the quality beverages that we enjoy on the Difference Between Us podcast so that we can help you make Poor Decisions. decisions. My name is Jason Galbraith and joining me is my partner in Poor and another member of the Difference Between Us podcast, David Modell. Hello. What's happening, Mr. Modell? Nothing much, man. Just ready to drink some whiskey. Yes. It's going to be a little bit of a long night for us. We got some podcasts we're doing tonight. We'll explain in just a little bit. On today's podcast, we're going to enjoy, just like we did on The Difference Between Us, we're going to go in more depth into Monkey Shoulder. And of course, it's been poured and we've been drinking it and we're enjoying it. But before we get into our tasting notes, uh, first of all, David, what what's new with you? How, how you been, bud? Everything going uh, good? Everything's good. Good. Um, a little busy at work yeah. here and there, and then it goes to dead. And it's been like that a little bit. It's like busy, 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 nothing. It's pretty crazy. So you may hear in the room the dogs. We've got, uh, we're still working on the introduction with the pup and our dogs. So they're not actually together. Uh, we've got uh, Fitz and his little kennel, and then our dogs are in the bathroom with the baby gate dividing them. The reason why we're work re- kind of redoing it is because, you know, everybody knows Blue is sick for a little while. If you listen to the Jason Mini podcast, he's, he was sick for yeah. a couple of weeks, so we didn't really want Fitz around during that time, but he's feeling better and everything's really, really good. So you may hear some whining because Blue's really excited and, and it's really likes Fitz, Mr. <laughs> he Fitzgerald. He does. So... Uh, we're, we're doing something different. We were, This show is normally live, but we're pre-recording because David came over. It's actually about 4.40 when we're recording this on Tuesday because we decided, Mindy and I, impromptu decided, hell with it, we're going to leave a little early on our camping trip. So we are cramming all this stuff in tonight. Plus, it helps David and Stephanie get a little bit more prepared to get their trailer because we're going on another little camping trip. Right. And a little excursion. So uh, it'll be your third one. Third one, pretty quickly too. Actually, I like it. I like the quick turnaround. It gets me. Uh, it's nice. It's I'm learning something new every time. And then it'll be a, a while before your next one, probably. I think so. Yeah, you guys are going camping though. Not this this weekend. You're going, but then the next weekend you're going again. What are you guys doing for that camping? And that's going to be tent camping. Unfortunately, it's going a step backwards. Yeah, which uh, Jason and I had a little discussion at work about, and I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle going back into a tent after yeah. we've been in. The lovely trailer. It's rough. Yeah. I, I haven't done it yet. Uh, it'll be actually be a year. This We bought our trailer a year ago. I yeah. think pretty much right now, a year ago, because we bought it before we went on a trip last Labor Day. Yeah. So this camping trip is for a beer festival. Okay. The one the one coming up that you're yeah. going to. Yeah. I mean, we're going with you Sorry guys to San, you San Simeon, and then we're going to um, Lake Arrowhead, and it's a beer festival. And... Um, some friends of Steph and I, um, they actually enter beer into the festival. It's nice. a lot. It's a small little area, but it's a lot more beers than any festival I've been to. It's a ridiculous amount. And it's probably going to be really nice up there. You'll get a little bit of a break from this this heat we've been having. The the what's actually the heat's normal, but we have a little bit more raised humidity, so it feels like we're dying outside. Yeah, we're not. We're wusses. We really can't handle it. Um, so that'll be nice because Lake Arrowhead's probably in the 80s. It's I, really I, I nice hope, up there. I don't know. The last time we were up there was pretty hot. Was as well. it? Oh, but it was damn. in it was now, not September. Right. So um, it's a little later than normal. And it, going into this trip, I even told Stephanie, I said, "What if we have a trailer by then? We should probably look into a trailer spot yeah. and reserve it just in case." And she said, "We're not going to have a trailer by then." <laughs> 
Oh, uh, wouldn't it have been so much cooler to have the trailer up there? And look where we're at. Yeah. We have a trailer Backwards. and we can't take it because we didn't get a spot for that. So as I was saying, we've had our trailer for a year. And I say that because David is going kind of back in time. This is, he's like, like we just said, this is going to be his third, the one coming up this week is going to be his third trip with his trailer. And then he's going to kind of go backwards and not in time, but backwards to a, to a tent, which you're probably not going to enjoy that very much. Hopefully you sleep well. Cause it's kind of, for me, it was always difficult to sleep in a tent. I don't know why I could never get enough sleep in a tent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so for us, it's been a year since we've had our travel trailer. We've gone so much. I'm so glad we got it. Um, we've probably gone 10 times in a year. That's great. Yeah, That's it, great. It's, it's created a lot of vacation for us. I'm super happy that we got it because, uh, you know, I, I had a motorcycle that I wasn't using and I turned that motorcycle into a travel trailer that I've used way more than I would have ever used that motorcycle. Hey, stop your whining over there, Blue. <laughs> I can't yell at him on the on the mic like it was earlier. You know, you gotta you gotta parent your kids. Right. And Fitz is way more well behaved, probably laying in his bed, and now my dog's acting like a fool. He is a really calm dog, and he's cool with being in uh, a kennel. He's actually okay. Like I think we introduced him the right way. Yeah. We didn't close the door on him. We left it open, let him go in and out, and kind of created the den. Yeah thing and he likes it he goes to it when he's scared you could sell he's grown a ton in the in the couple weeks since we went camping and he's got his personality starting to come out a little bit and it's pretty cool to see man it's pretty cool to see you guys see it gradually we see it in leaps so it's kind of interesting to check it out well let's get into this monkey shoulder uh monkey shoulder well i I went to the doctor and (laughs) the doctor was telling me that i was kind of i was like i have i'm my Shoulders bother me. Yeah. He's like, what? I'm like, I think I got monkey shoulder. Yeah, right. Yeah, I played pickleball the other day, and I think I've got a little bit of monkey shoulder as well. Yeah. I don't even know why they call it that. I don't have any of those facts. Very little to find on this, uh, but this is what I do have. Monkey shoulder scotch is a superb, superb blended malt whiskey from William Grant, made from single malts from three famous Speyside distilleries. You can tell it's Speyside too when, when you taste it because it's kind of got those sweeter notes to it. Uh, the result is a smooth, creamy, supple, and very malty scotch, which works superbly well neat over ice or in whiskey cocktails. And I was reading a little bit and it said that this is sort of uh, one that's great for mixing. In fact, it's kind of intended for that a little bit more than drinking it neat. Of course, we're drinking it neat. That's the way we always do our whiskeys on poor decisions. We did have it over ice on the difference between us, and it was it was good over ice as well. So uh, anything that you want to add to it? Um, where, you wanted to add where we heard about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we, I, we both heard about this um, show, and in fact, I think you actually told me about them. Um, I don't remember why. I just we, came across it. I think you know, we, we came across it when you were trying to get into Red Breast or something. You wanted yes, to try some Irish that's whiskeys. correct. And they compared Red Breast and Green Spot. Right, because yeah. it was two that we had. Yes. And um, you came across it. And then I, I was looking online one day at videos for whiskey and stuff I was thinking about trying. And, you know, they were going, they had a list of top 10 best money you can buy or yeah, best whiskey was, for the money. Yes. Something like that. Right. And I saw Monkey Shoulder on there. So what's the name of them again? It's called the Whiskey Vault. Whiskey Vault. And they're on YouTube. 
And they have some great information. They're very they're, informative. They're pretty funny, actually. They're, they nerd out on some whiskey, and they, I, I like it. And they definitely nerd out. And they know what they're talking about. Yeah. Nice segue to the last podcast yeah. we just did. They definitely nerd out on it. And I think they even teach, because in one of them, one of the shows, he went down, I think he went down to get the green spot. I think it was the one we, when I was watching where he was comparing green spot to red breast. Mm-hmm. He went down to get it. He said he went down to where their school is. So I think they teach people you know, sort of I think they're actively involved in distilling. Yeah. Oh, they might be. Yeah. I think they are. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a great, it's a great show. If you're interested in there, they're very much, they're much more detailed and knowledgeable than we are. And, uh, they're, they're kind of funny as well. So yeah, it's something we aspire one day. We're going to be, why not? I mean, our, our whiskey connoisseurs. We had a conversation at the table with some friends at work at the break table and they were asking, they were getting our, trying to get our suggestions. And, yeah. and as you can see that you and I speaking, we've gained lots of knowledge over the, over the, you know, how long we've been doing this, the months we've been doing this and, and different, trying different whiskeys. We definitely know our stuff a little bit. I think we're getting, uh, definitely learning a lot. Yeah. I'm learning what, I'm learning what my taste is. I can tell you that. Okay. Uh, much more. It's funny because I was saying I loved Irish whiskeys, but I'm bourbons are becoming more of a favorite for me. But this one is a Scotch, right? Is a Scotch, and it's a blended Scotch, which in the beginning we were introduced more to single malts, right? And I think because of the way Boogie, the guy that introduced us to all of these kind of framed single malts, we, we were shying away from the blendeds because he was kind of down on blendeds a little bit. Yeah, he didn't. He doesn't like them. He gives them headaches exactly. and whatever. He doesn't like them. But I'm I'm finding that I have no, there's no problems for me there. So I blendeds are things to definitely try. Yeah, I don't have a notice, uh, a big deal. Of, no. I mean, to me, they taste very similar. Not at all a big deal to me, and, and I don't I don't look down on it at all. And of course, because we heard it on the whiskey vault, we're like, let's try it. So let's go through your tasting notes. What are you getting from? Oh this? man, I, it's hard to pick up. I'm definitely getting the malt. Yeah, uh, some kind very of very malty. Yeah, exactly. Like, like they say in, in, their, in their tasting notes. Yeah, I was definitely getting that. Um, a little bit of peat, maybe with the malt. Maybe that is the malt. I'm not really sure. Yeah, not much though. It's uh, not enough to overwhelm you. No. No, it's a nice, easy to drink. I can see why they would say it's good to mix, make a cocktail out of. Um, but it's good it's, neat. It is, it is. It's but really it's not. Neat. It's not your story that I right, really like love scotch as a scotch. Yeah, yeah, I really like that scotch story. That that's. I think that's what stands out. Like you know, we were talking about it earlier at work. You know, bourbons have their story. They have, but most bourbons are kind of in that same story. Mm-hmm. They tell the same thing. There's very few standouts. It's true, and there are standouts. Don't get me wrong. And I like bourbon a lot. Like we've been saying, we're kind of growing into bourbon. But yeah. uh, I haven't really noticed as big a differences. When you get into scotch, Lots of there, there can be, there's huge differences. Yeah. To me, there's a bigger story. There's more to tell. Yeah, I agree. And and Irish whiskey is sort of the same. There's less of a story to tell. Unless you get into the higher dollar ones and then they're telling a little bit more of a story. It generally has a very similar though. It's very sweet. Similar. Style triple distilled. Almost every Irish whiskey, whiskey is triple distilled. Even if it is single malt, they're all very similar. Yeah, they made. are. Where Scotch has, it seems like it's all over the place. Well, I'm getting a little bit of cherry on the nose. Oh, strangely, okay. uh, we tasted it on on last Thursday when we recorded the difference between us, and it had this sort of salty flavor to it, almost like the Habiki. Was it the Habiki Harmony that we had? Yes, that had that it does salty, have that sea salt. Yeah, sort of sea oceanish. salt. Yeah, sea salt, caramel. We say these a lot, 
Um, but this one definitely has a lot of that. I think a lot of whiskeys have caramel. A lot of whiskeys have like a dried fruit. I get the the cherry, but it's almost me, to me like more of a dried fruit rather than a fresh cherry. Right. You know yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm with you on that. And um, so what I get just just layman's terminology. One of the things you can say for someone who's just starting out, and, and I'm certainly one of those that's just starting out trying different stuff. You know, people will talk about burn, uh, and they talk about a little bit of sweetness. Those are some simple terms that can be used. This does has has very, very little burn, very little burn in my opinion. The burn does not stay there. It doesn't go down the throat. Doesn't oh, go into yeah. the chest. Um, it, it it gives way very quickly to a sweet. Uh, kind of resting on the tongue. It's kind of a short finish, though. It's not long on the tongue. It's not. It's true. It, it doesn't last. A, doesn't stay with you. Right. It's not with but me right now. There are times when I really enjoy a long finish, and you're like, still, you're just still tasting it after you've sipped it a while. Nectar. Dior. I like that. But there are also really great times when you have a short one. Short. True. If it's a really good short finish, it makes you come back for more. That is true. You're longing for more. That is true. Instead of savoring, it's more of a, I want more, I want more, I want more. And this is, this has a little bit of that. I, I want to keep sipping it yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. You're right. App, that's a great description because it is very, it's a very short finish. It, it's, in fact, I just took a sip. It's already sort of gone off the tongue. Um, whereas like something like I just mentioned, Nectar de Or, that, that lasts. I mean, Nectar, it, it, Nectar de Or, you want to savor it. I was tasting it probably an hour after we finished that podcast and finished. Which is weird because tell me, did you want to just, I just wanted to have the whole bottle. I just wanted I to keep drinking I it. I could have had more and more and more of it. So it it's like kind candy. of funny how a long finish like that one, so savory, but made you come back for more. And this mm-hmm. one is short. It's kind of making you want to sip a little bit more. Yeah, it's really good. I'm, I'm actually very much enjoying this. So rate it one through 10. Um, Seven. Seven, huh? I think a seven. Not yeah. quite that. You're kind of a. It takes takes a lot to get you to pass seven. I think. Yeah, I think that. I think it does. I, this is a good blended scotch for the money. It's it makes it higher for sure. Um, it's not a very expensive <clears throat> scotch, right? So. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm gonna go because of that. You know, I always rate things sort of based on price a little bit. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight. I'm gonna, I think this is in the eight range. This is one. And when I what, when I say that, I mean it, I would put this on my shelf on a regular basis. Now, this not is a shelf scotch of price though, just flavor. Where are you at? Well, yeah, I'm more six point five there. Okay. Yeah, only because I've tasted better. So we're only we're very similar in yeah. the same way. I think I'm sitting at a seven, but that's. That's flavor, but it doesn't change with it. That's still at at that that thing with price. Yeah. It's like the price matches how I feel about it. And the price makes it awesome. Yeah, the price does make it a, a, I would buy a this. on your shelf. I would buy this more. You're not yeah. we're not to that question. I, yet. But I'm saying it that, I'm not. saying it there already. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you rate the color? We added this one. You mentioned that when you when it was in the bottle it looked very different. It, when you it, it, didn't it, look, it didn't look different until you were pouring it. Oh, okay. Because you know I mean? when it kind of spooled up around that 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 rounded edge of the ball, yeah, then it looked way lighter. Yeah, it pool, looked like a up. almost like a orangish. Uh, a, it was it was a lighter but more orange color than it is now. Yeah, most scotch, most whiskey in general is sort of a gold color, and it does have that gold those gold notes, you know, like rolling golden hills kind of a thing. Right, you feel like bourbon has a more red tint to it. It, it does. Yeah, it does this have is a more, more red. Scotch is more of a gold. I agree. Yeah, that is true. And then uh, like Irish whiskey is a, a little bit lighter. It's almost like a blonde in a lot of ways. Oh, okay. You know, like a blonde beer sort of. Which is crazy because they're redhead, but it's fine. Yeah, it is. I mean, so are scotch, I guess. Yeah, that is true. All right, so what's your favorite thing about this drink? It's super easy. 
um, and that it makes me want want more. Yeah, I'm gonna go with your your idea there. I, what makes it what's favorite for me is that it 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 does have a short uh, finish on the tongue. It's it's not very okay. We had what do we have last time? I forget which one we had last time. Uh, it was feels like it, two weeks. It feels so long. I forget which one we did. Did we do the? Oh, one we, from did camping? we did Dickel. We did Dickel. Oh, we did Dickel. Uh, maybe it wasn't Dickel, but one of them that we had recently had such power on. The, I couldn't bear, I, on the nose that it was it would burn my throat. This does not have that. It does not have that on the nose. So that is sort of a favorite. It's very easy to. to it's got. It's good on the sniffer. It even smells like ocean. Yeah, it does. It, really it has does. an ocean tint or smell scent. So my favorite thing about it is it's got a it's got a very quick finish, which does leave you wanting to have more sips. I agree with you there. It, it's it's one of those ones like we've had ones where I'm like I don't I'm never gonna finish that. You know, even short, long mm-hmm. finish, whatever mm-hmm. the finish, and I don't want more. But this one is we a have. short finish that's making me really like. All right, I'm. I'm already ready for the next sip. I can see why they like it. I really can. So how does this compare to your favorite? Should we stay in the genre of scotch? I think so. so. How how does this compare to your favorite scotch? Um, My top end scotch is it's not quite on that level, but it's, it it destroys to me Johnny Walker. How about that? Oh, it's, but I've never had Johnny Walker blue. We've only had black, red, and, but this is in the same price point as black. Same price point as black. Right. And so it, it and destroys it. This it destroys life. black. It's way easier. I've never had smoother. green or blue, but green and blue are the price point of we brought, pretty high up. We should have brought black in here. We still have some out there. No, I don't think so. <laughs> You're like, no, nah, I'm not putting that to my lips. Double black um, is even more smoky than black. And uh, the first time I had it, I actually thought it was all right. I'm like, I like this. And now I, I couldn't I couldn't drink it. You know, we probably should ch- adjust this question to be, how does it compare to your favorite drink in this price point? Because that's where you really are. It's comparable. Because you can't really compare your favorite scotch, which is probably 80 bucks, to a $30. No, but I think we kind of naturally do that. Even though you say what you're compared to your favorite. Yeah, it's not up there. But when it comes to the same price point, it... This is knocking Johnny Walker out. I would never buy Johnny Walker over this. Okay, well, for me, for sure, for me, I, I'm not really a Johnny Walker fan. Um, but compared to like Glenn Livett, it's pretty close there to Glenn Livett for yeah, me. Yeah, pretty close. I, I think it's comparable to Glenn Livett. I think it's comparable to some of our favorite bourbons in the same price point. Agree. So price point is around thirty dollars. Let me get, grab the bottle real quick. Mm-hmm. Get in the bottle. All right. I do like the bottle too. Nice How about what do you think about the bottle? It's a, the it's, look of the whole thing. It's cool. Thing. I like the three monkeys on the on there. Sitting look like they're sitting on the shoulder. Yeah, the, the shoulder. <laughs> yes, that's why it's called monkeys. Yeah. But uh, when we bought it, Stephanie said the same thing as we said about the Habiki Harmony about the bottle. Yeah. It would be a good uh, bottle to save and either keep as a decanter yeah. or uh, make a candle out of. I, I like light it. a candle. So this is forty three percent alcohol, which is most scotches, right? Uh, Those scotches are 43. I think the general for scotch is 40, actually. Yeah, 40 so this is a little higher. How about that? That's kind of nice. Price point is around 30 bucks. I got it for, I think, what did you bought it? What did you get it for? You bought this. I believe it was um, 27 or 28. Yeah, they have it at Trader Joe's for 30 bucks. 29, 29.99 or something like that. I think I got it at Costco. I don't know. I got it at BevMo. Okay. It, was, it was, I think it was like right around 30 Nice. All right, so here we go. Before we get to keep sipping sucka, even though we've sort of revealed a little bit about it. 
Before we get to that, let's do some fun questions. Okay, let's do it. A little fun thing that we do here. First one, if you could morph two animals to make one super animal. Ooh, a super animal. What two animals would you choose? Ooh. Two animals to make a super animal. It's pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you were talking about taking two animals to make a superhuman, mm. different. Different, but this super animal is the super animal. About. I mean, well, let me kick it off and maybe yeah, you, can, you go you ahead. Can throw let's, some. See, let's hear what you got. So, I would merge like a California condor and a um, because they're huge, they're huge birds with a yeah, huge wingspan, yeah. with like a uh, like a mountain lion or something like that. So, you got a flying mountain lion that yeah. sounds dangerous, yeah. I don't think that's a good choice, Jason. Well, I think I'm you're trying hurting to make, people. Well, I'm trying to make a <laughs> super animal, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's got super, like, that can hurt, like, can really do some damage. It could, yeah. So it's that's scary, that's, actually. That it's is very little, scary. It's yeah, a little well, scary. Um, hey, that's me. Does it have the same size wings, though, as the regular condor? Could it lift a... I believe it could, because if you've seen a condor, they're, uh, they're... They have big wingspan for them, but for a mountain lion, if you wouldn't. put that same wings, <laughs> it's going to look funny. So, okay, so let's make it more of a, um, like, maybe a bobcat. Damn. You know, or some kind of smaller version of that. Cat. I mean, if you if you do size comparison, like to scale of the body, maybe the wings just grow to the scale of the body. Right, which is that what I think is what I'm thinking. Okay. But um, but yeah, the ten foot wingspan is probably not enough for the weight of. A, we're getting way too in depth. I, well, think. I feel like this we're getting why a we little bit, but it's fun. This is why we do this. We nerd out a little bit. Ooh, that's why these questions are here. Yeah, nerd out. By the way, bit. Stephanie. She did leave a comment. I read it on the difference between us, but she said she likes when she, when she gets sort of the behind the scenes on boy talk because the pants down, the whole thing we talked about last time with the question. <laughs> See, that's what these questions bring. Yeah, that's totally so what they David, bring. So, David, you're up, dude. You're up. I'm you're going up with... Um, well, I don't, I'm having a hard time with it. Let's go with... Just think about your... What's your favorite animal? Is it a liger? A don't, favorite don't Napoleon animal? Dino. That was Napoleon Dynamite yeah, right no. there. Uh, my favorite animal. Wow. I haven't, start, thought, I haven't thought there. about that since I was very young. Start there. Favorite animal. Mine's Starting. a dog. I was going to merge a pit bull with a California condor. Mm. Or a pit bull or like an owl with a, 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 a I don't know, a, some kind of monkey or something like that. Right. I'm going to go a mongoose. A mongoose. So okay. far, that's what I'm starting nice. with. They, mongoose. They're pretty mean. Yeah, but they, they, you know, they control our snake environment. So. They do. And and I picked it because of the, the cartoon I grew up with, with Ricky Ticky Taffy. Okay. I don't yeah. know if you guys ever heard of that. No, but it sticks in your teeth. I know that. Not that kind of taffy. <laughs> and it's a really great little cartoon that I grew up watching. Anyways. Nice. So yeah. that. Thanks for, this. And, Thanks for that. Education. And I'm going to go with a snake. How about that? Oh, shit. They kill snakes. Well, so that's their... They're, they're fighting each other. They're, it's a mortal it's enemy of himself. <laughs> yes. Sounds like being a human. We just are so mean to ourselves. <laughs> All He's right. just fighting himself. Yeah. Crazy. Constantly fighting himself. Sounds like schizophrenia to me a little bit. Yeah. All right. Here we go. That's good. That's fine. That works. What sport would be the funnest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? A mandatory amount? Yeah. Oh, wow. Of alcohol. Well, football is dangerous, so I feel like al adding alcohol is going to make it worse. It's, I'm talking about, it's like drinking and driving. It's car wrecks. Right. This is going to very sound very guy sexist, so I apologize, ladies. If you're listening, I apologize, but this is it's very guy sexist. I would want the lingerie football league, I would want them to have to take shots and get 
get drunk because I feel Dude. like they might start taking some clothes off. That's that is and that would the be nice. best answer I've ever heard. And that would for me that would be nice. I would enjoy yeah, cuz I mean you wouldn't want softball. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of those ladies in softball no. aren't, aren't bad looking. No. Maybe women's soccer. I'd, be soccer. Great. They have they have they have nice legs. I'm I, again. I'm not trying to. Uh, this is the way I, men I, work. I, no, like, I like what you're. I like where you're getting your heads at. Well, I'm, apologi- I'm apologizing to the lady listeners <laughs> out there. I apologize because this is the way men think. And if you you, you haven't realized that, I you, I don't know why you're listening. I think to it this would podcast make regular one. baseball pretty fun too. Just think about how much fun like got. Oh, like, there'd be a lot of mixed, people hit. What do you call pitches. that? What's the word? Mixed gender. You know, genre. Whatever. Genders. Genders. What's the heck the word when you do that in co-ed. one sport? Thank you. Yeah. That's the word. Like co-ed softball. So you and all they do would... is drink and have fun. Well, that sort of happens already. Right. That's what go... I'm saying. So you take that <laughs> and now you put it in baseball. Slow. Pi- Ooh. Hardball. I mean, you might get hit. In, oh, you might, you, the pitcher gonna, might be hitting a lot of players. People are going to get hurt. But he's also not going to probably throw in 90 if he's been drinking. Yeah. Another one would be fun to watch would be tennis. But I think it would just go, it would go off the rails. Dude. Golf. Golf. <laughs> That'd be the longest day ever. Because I know how it is. When anyway. I play, I like to I like to drink and play golf. So yeah. seeing the pros relax like that and not be so Have uptight. Fun. See them shoot, hit really bad shots like myself. Yeah. Like, oh, look at that. They are human just like me. But I have an interesting little question similar to this. Sure. What sport would you say would be the best that they can legally make steroids okay? Ooh, baseball. Baseball? Yeah, all of them, really. What sport would you enjoy watching if they just said, fuck it, we're going to say steroids are legal for everybody? Well, I don't really like seeing people get pulverized, so football and hockey probably wouldn't be there. I think baseball would because you just see tons of home runs, but you'd also also see some incredible pitching, you know, and faster pitching. You would see a lot more, like, less injury probably. Yeah. Because so, that 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 is that does help. That kind of stuff helps with recovery like crazy. So I I personally think the best one, most entertaining, would be baseball because during that era it was very exciting to watch baseball to to watch Mark McGuire chase the home run yeah. uh, record and Barry Bonds. That was pretty see with exciting. baseball though. I I do like that your answer with baseball. I I actually agree with you, but I also want to give them metal bats. Mm hmm. You're hitting, you're hitting. You can kill somebody. Yeah, they come <laughs> you can hit If they, they hit it right at the pitcher, he might not make it. Yeah, they, they come off the bat fast. They, why are they doing them in, in uh, college, but then don't let them do it in the pros? It's so strange. I, I don't know. Very strange. I mean, is there that much? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of development still between college and base and professional. Right. In terms of hitting. Right. All right. Well, that was fun. Let's do this. Keep sipping soccer we know you like it. It's our keep sipping soccer meter. Yeah. All right, so keep sipping. How's your how's your glass looking? Almost empty. During that conversation, I had about probably five or six sips. This is a pretty decent pour we gave ourselves. We finished the bottle off. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely for me, if I'm gonna rate it, this is a nine in the keep sipping sucker category. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a nine. Eight and a half, nine, somewhere in there for sure. Yeah. It's it's making me want to come back. Like we had mentioned the reason, yeah. the the small finish, but it leaves you wanting more. Yeah, because it's still, I mean, even even now after sipping, it still doesn't leave a lot on the tongue. No. still doesn't, but it's, hmm, let me try that again. Hmm, let me try that again. It's very, very good. I give it a nine on the keep sipping sucker meter. Would you buy it again? My answer is yes, I would shelf this and I would have multiples of it. 
Yeah, this is a great, great add to your shelf. Um, you know, you have a party and someone's like, oh, I want some scotch. You'll have something that's still very good that we both we both love. Yep. But it's not expensive. Right. So what do you have on your shelf right now? Let's talk about that. Your shelf's Ooh. a little empty right now, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. I have some um, Woodford. Uh-huh. And I have some Basil Hayden Dark Rye. Nice. Which is for camping. It's coming, coming with his camping. And then um, I think that's it, actually. I have some Tillamore Dew, but that wasn't even mine. I believe that was Shanti's. Shanti's brought, Shanti brought that. She was giving us shots of it. You have a couple of mine, or you have Elijah Craig. That one was bought for the birthday. And then Dickel was bought for the birthday, too, which we finished. We pretty much finished that off for a difference. That one was interesting. It was different. I enjoyed that. It didn't taste like the the other one we had before, so that was kind of cool. So on my shelf, I've got Old uh, Forester, which I actually like. It's a nice bourbon. Uh, I've got Buffalo Trace, which I love. It's become one of my favorites. Uh, and I've got uh, Glenn Livet, Glenn Livet uh, Double Oak, which I'm going to crack that, that open. Is that 12? Yep, 12 year. I'm going to crack that open uh, camping. And I've got, I bought some uh, rum cask from Trader Joe's, the Highland. Uh, oh, nice. Rum yes, cask. Yes, uh, we both Ooh, enjoyed scotch. that one as well. It's very good. So that's what's on our shelf. Uh, thank you guys for listening to Poor Decisions on the Difference Between Us feed. If you love this show, tell a friend, follow us on Podbean, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And a reminder, the difference between us, uh, will it be live this evening? We should go live this evening. I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. So this is all a moot point here because you won't even hear this. Yeah, this will be after. Yeah. So anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. We will talk to you next time. Bye, David. Bye. See you later, David. I said bye. (laughs) Can you believe that? (laughs) 